Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Pure Capital Podcast. It is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023, and I'm here as your host, Norman Simon. Uh, I want to welcome you all in. Today is going to be the first day, the first part of a seven-part series that we're going to do on um, short-term rentals. So, if you're thinking short-term rentals, usually people think Airbnb, but the reality is that it is so much more than that. And, um, you know, us here at Pure Capital, um, we run, uh, Platt Capital, which is a short-term rental syndication company. So, you know, usually here on the podcast, we talk about all different types of real estate. Um, but we are going to take a short jaunt here for three episodes, or I'm sorry, for seven episodes down the short-term rental uh, game and really just try to get into that and beat that up a little bit uh, for everybody's enjoyment, hopefully. Uh, so today, what we're going to focus on, we're going to talk about what what actually is a short-term rental, how do those, how do those work, and then we're going to dive into um, all the different platforms. So what are they? How do you use them? Uh, what kind of commissions do they, do they have? And, and just give you a little bit more information on that. You know, I think that people typically, um, w- when they think of a short term rental, they think of Airbnb. And then a lot of times people will list their properties on Airbnb. And then that's, that's it. That's where they stop. Right. And, um, you know, they'll do, just fine, just being on Airbnb. But if you're talking about trying to drive revenue and trying to really position yourself in a market to stand out, um, you're missing out on so many different opportunities, so many different people without being on a lot of the other platforms that are out there. So um, first off, let's just t- kind of talk about what a short-term rental is just to define it. So a short-term rental is a uh, property that you run and operate that um, people are renting on a shorter term basis than a typical lease, right? So a lot of people, a lot of people, I think the way that is best to think about this is think about it as a, a hotel, you know, effectively you're running a hotel um, for your property when, uh, when you're doing this. So, um, Think of it like a hotel, but then it, it can extend out. So from one day bookings all the way up to, boy, I even consider uh, six months still a short term time frame. So depending on how you want to position that property, whether you want to position it like a hotel and run it on a short term basis or on a super short term basis, or whether you want to position it as a monthly stay or a bi-monthly stay, um, there's lots of different ways that you can go about doing that. Uh, and all of those to me fall into that short-term rental category. It's all about how you want to position that property and what your, what your particular goals are, um, for that property that you are out there and, and, and positioning. So with that, now that we've kind of put some definition around what that short-term rental is, I want to dive into all the different platforms that are out there and why they are important or, are not so important. Um, <clears throat> and we're going to focus primarily on three. So like I said before, uh, our, our goal as short-term rental owners is to 
generate the most amount of revenue as we possibly can. Really try to create the best situation for that asset. And one of the ways that we do that is we get ourselves positioned in front of as many people as we humanly possibly can. Now, I said that if you put yourself on Airbnb, you're going to do, you're going to do just fine, right? You'll do well. You'll make money. Um, but you're certainly not optimizing, uh, yourself or optimizing the platforms that you have access to and have availability to, uh, to actually create. So there's lots of different, um, ways to go about this other than Airbnb. I would say, in reality, there's kind of the big, the big three when it comes to uh, listing sites. So you've got Airbnb, which everybody knows about. You have VRBO, which most, most people know about. And then you have booking, which very, I feel like very few people realize that, uh, you can list your short term rentals on booking.com. Your short term and vacation rentals can all be listed on booking.com. And all three of those sites can easily be look, be, be booked on. Uh, there used to be a whole lot more of these different platforms, but, um, Expedia, Expedia group has actually went through and really consolidated out a whole bunch of people. So now if you're going through, if you get listed on VRBO, which used to be home away, um, you actually are listed on Expedia, TripAdvisor, uh, Travelocity, Orbitz, Hotwire, uh, all Hotels.com. So many different, so many different platforms because the Expedia Group actually went through and consolidated up most of these different uh, travel agency platforms or these different booking platforms. Um, so if you list. And one of their big purchases was VRBO. So the way to actually get onto all these other booking platforms is to list your property on VRBO. Um, that is the primary way to get to Expedia, which is, which is the biggest, one of the biggest platforms outside of, outside of booking. But Expedia continues to kind of, Expedia group continues to kind of consolidate all these different booking platforms, um, other than Airbnb and booking.com. Uh, and, and it's a great way to get exposure to all those platforms if you go through VRBO. So VRBO is there, is Expedia's way of putting, um, putting you in front of, of all those different groups. Uh, so kind of cool. You used to have to manage a whole bunch of different sites, uh, from that, from that standpoint, if you wanted to be on all those different platforms now for short term rentals. Um, it's all run through uh, VRBO. So the third um, platform that's on here that, that we want to talk about and we want to focus on is Booking.com. Booking.com is the most underutilized platform for short-term rentals that's out there. In fact, in certain markets, if you are listing your property, you may be the only property that is on Booking.com. You're, you may be on there with a whole bunch of hotels. Uh, I think a lot of people, when they think about booking, they think about hotels, right? And, uh, you would, you can be listed with a bunch of different hotels, but you may be the only single family home or short term rental that is being utilized on that platform. And, and that's, that's super interesting because it gives you kind of a little competitive, 
advantage if you're on there. So when it comes to us, when it comes to, to getting out and kind of broadcasting to all these different groups, our focal point is Airbnb, booking, and VRBO. Um, and I think some people uh, would be quite surprised to find out who is actually the biggest and probably the most important platform. Um, the biggest and probably most important platform is actually booking. It's not Airbnb. It's not VRBO. It's booking. Um, booking actually get, gets so much more traffic to it on a monthly basis uh, than both those other platforms. So if you sit back and you compare booking.com to Airbnb uh, for last month, booking had... 563 million uh, visitors, 563 million people worth of traffic went to that website. When you compare that to Airbnb, Airbnb had 105 million. Um, so five times as much traffic is flowing over to booking as it is flowing to Airbnb. Now, don't get me wrong. Not all those people are looking for short-term rentals when they hit booking, but um, if you can set your property up properly and you can stand out, you can drive a whole bunch of of, of bookings, a whole bunch of traffic from booking.com into your short-term rental by utilizing that. Now you compare that to um, Expedia. Expedia had 92 million uh, last, last uh, month. So 563 from booking, 105 from Airbnb and 92 from Expedia, which is, is VRBO. So, uh, not being listed on all three of those websites is just a huge, a huge mistake. You're missing out on this enormous market that's out there um, that you don't even realize. Now, uh, there's some pluses and some minuses to each one of these, each one of these. And and from a from a host standpoint, I think that Airbnb is obviously the most advantageous for you simply because they take the least amount of fees. Um, so Airbnb is going to take a 3% fee from hosts. Uh, they put the majority of the fee structure on the actual uh, customer who's who's booking your place. Um, so Airbnb is 3%. Uh, VRBO is 5%. And then booking is the most expensive, and rightfully so, at, uh, at 15%. Booking takes a 15% commission from you. Um, when you book. So, I mean, the way that we uh, kind of manage that is that, you know, we'll, uh, we'll actually have a pricing differential between booking and some of our other, our other and VRBO and, and uh, Airbnb to try to manage out that little discrepancy that's associated, associated with that. Um, so, you know, some pluses and minuses to, to both of those. Um, that's not where you end though. So those are, those are the primary, primary locations to actually start driving traffic, but you don't, you don't quit there, right? Um, you also want to make sure that you have your own personal website for all of those properties, uh, that you can take direct bookings at. Now, there's been a couple of companies that have come along and made this a little bit easier these days. Uh, they're, they're channel managers. So you can actually link them up to all of your different platforms. And utilize them. I don't personally personally do that because I 
like to manage those different platforms a little bit different from a, a pricing standpoint and a strategy standpoint. Um, but you know, both of these are, are very good for running as personal websites and that's Logify and Guesty. Um, both of those can be utilized and run, uh, and you can run your personal websites on them and they have different fee structures associated with them, um, based on, you know, exactly how many properties you have and how, and what tier you want to pay for. You know, you can pay for a commission based on them or you can pay a flat fee per year uh, to to remove that uh, from that situation. Um, VRBO, I, I uh, didn't say this before, but VRBO actually, you can pay a flat fee on VRBO. I think it's like $4.99 a property um, to not have to pay that commission or that fee structure uh, either, which... You know, depending on how much traffic you're doing, depending on how how much um, property you're actually running on there, that it could be, it can be worth it. You know, if you're getting a lot of bookings or you're pushing a lot of bookings through VRBO, uh, that can pretty quickly negate that five percent fee um, that you're paying off of a VRBO for from a commissioning standpoint. Uh, so again, you want to have your own personal website set up too that you can drive drive traffic to. Uh, the way that we drive traffic to those is is through lots of different things, through social media, um, through paid ads on social media, uh, through reaching out to different people, driving friends and family there. Um, tons of different ways that you can drive traffic to those those uh, other platforms as well. Uh, another thing that you know you want to do, you want to try to make sure that you're pulling customers into your own uh, your own space you want to acquire those customers uh, regardless of where they're coming from and then try to uh, transition them into you know direct bookings if that's something that you can that you can pull off and you can can do so you want to be capturing phone numbers emails information on those those different guests so that you can stay in touch with them. You can drive them back as, as repeat guests and um, so that you can give them the best, you know, experience that they, that they uh, could possibly have. So <clears throat> that's another, just another important thing that we want to do when it comes to this. So just in summary here, again, three primary platforms that you want to be on outside of having your own personal website, and that's Airbnb, VRBO, and Booking. Capital Podcast. I want to thank you all for joining me here tonight, um, and I look forward to seeing you on part two of this, uh, which will be coming up, coming up here soon. Uh, I also want to... I also wanted to thank everybody who invested in the most recent round of Platt Capital. The Peer Capital Podcast is brought to you by Platt Capital. And we are super grateful for all of our investors that came in on the last short-term rental round that we, that we raised. So thank you all. I look forward to seeing you back here next Wednesday at 830.